Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre hey. Podcast. My name is Mark. That interrupting voice you just heard was Miles. And we are also hey. joined by Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Hello. Also, Miles, how are you? Hi, Jackie. Hi, Miles. Uh, <laughs> that feels good. rude. This is a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the anime that started in 2012 and is still going on. Although I guess we might be in the middle of a hiatus. Who knows? Mm. Uh, because we're going to be talking about Stone Ocean. Yeah, this show is, uh, we're done with the podcast after this no, episode. Stop. We're not, we're, it's we're not, not true. There's, again. there's plenty more JoJo stuff. <laughs> We've got live action adapts. We've got spinoff manga to talk about. We've got lots of things We've to go on. We've got fan fiction that I'm going to write. Uh, Sure. <laughs> and yeah, we're talking about episode 12, which is the end of this first volley of uh, this sort of falsely advertised Netflix exclusive JoJo anime. It's just... The first 12 were available early. Big whoop. Although now it's really annoying. All these like anime websites have classified Stone Ocean as a ONA, an original net animation, Ugh. because they don't consider it a TV anime or whatever, even though it is currently, it's behind, but it is airing on all the Japanese TV stations that it would air on or whatever. Uh, so, you know, while we don't know if it'll be March or April... You know, we've still got a lot to talk about this week. This was a very interesting episode. Lots of uh, a science talk to get into. Perhaps we'll hear, you know, what Jackie and Miles think is coming ahead in the next set of chapters in How the JoJo universe. Well, I don't I know. I haven't seen it yet. We've, I've asked you for opinions you have no business having in the past, and it might be fun to do That's again. True. Before we get into any of that, we need to first take a stop in our... Uh, reader rainforest. No, nope. reading rainforest. What's with, what's the rainforest for? There's a lot of poison frogs. Okay. In this episode, okay. and they're from the rainforest. Okay. What okay. I what I mean, listener, is that we are going to read emails that are sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail dot com. We hope these emails don't have poison frog yeah. poison, poison in them. Pen pals. Poison pen pals. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. These are darts sent to us from <laughs> all over the world, or or they're they're it's uh it's uh from the Savage Garden, the carrier pigeon. Oh yeah, yeah. These could have been carrier pigeon messages or something, but I don't know yeah. how to make a pun out of that. Yeah, this email is from some Uzumaki. The subject line is Belgian lesson. Hey JJB Pod, since I bears. <laughs> What does this mean? I think it's since I hear. Okay. Since I bears that, <laughs> that you guys are pretty uneducated about Bel... It says Belgum. Belgum. Is that how you spell Belgium? No, right? No. No. Okay. Belgum. I thought I should teach you all about this beautiful city. I heard you talk about Belgian waffles. There are actually two types of Belgian waffles. Brussels waffles and Liege. Is that how you say that? Liege? Probably Liege. Liege. Looks like Liege, yeah waffles and of course brussels sprouts are from brussels also miles has french fri had french fries in quotes french quote fries no that is offensive belgian fries thank you and mark i am a phlegm yeah <laughs> what, what, what was phlegm the one that you said was cool yeah okay uh so i hope you enjoyed this lesson uh from probably also your youngest listener since i was born in 2008 some uzumaki p.s every time can educate americans i get horny Nice. Gee whiz. Nice. That's nice weird for it. us adults to think about. It is weird. 2008. What were you what were you all doing in 2008? 
Oh, uh, gosh. I was in college. Probably debating finishing college or not. Uh, I was in college. Sweet. Man. We were in, we were in if, college. Uh, That's it. If you are... Uh, if you were born later than 2008, uh, don't write in, stop listening. No. Wait, what? Later. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You we made, don't want any little you, children. We've decided you made the cutoff, Samu Uzumaki, but only because you already wrote in, we already read your emails. How old is- And 14 in Belgium is like 20 in America. That's probably true. <laughs> you know, this I kid's probably I- done heroin already. Jesus. I, I think anyone of any age can listen to us. <laughs> Uh, there are some episodes where you might you might take that, but back. we'll say we'll say kids cover your ears for I'm the parts that, that they shouldn't listen to. I'm now interested in trying these different Belgian waffles. I gotta say, what I've I, there's someone that I follow on Instagram that when he's about to tell like a story that's like not safe for children, he's like, "Adults, adults, come get your kids." Okay, now that they're gone, <laughs> he's like just shouts out for like the adults to like, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, what a dingus. Anyway, I learned about... Just ruining stuff. Did we learn anything about Belgium with this email? There's two different types of Belgian waffles. I, that's true. I didn't know that. What, if, I, uh, what is the difference, though? I didn't I didn't look it up beforehand. What if one, instead of like having square nooks and crannies, it's like triangles? What if? Hmm. You know? I love a waffle. I don't, I don't get the French fries part. I don't know. It's... They don't do... Are there a, Belgian he's, fries? He's a, he's a phlegm. He's not a walloon. So he doesn't speak French. Okay. Or something. I don't know. We don't. Liege waffle is small with rounded edges and a Brussels waffle is larger and rectangular. And the Mm -hmm. Liege one is thicker and contains little clumps of sugar. And the Brussels one is lighter and is sprinkled with icing sugar. Mm. I think I like the Brussels one then, at least just hearing the concept read to me. Because sometimes a waffle is so thick that you're like, why did I do this? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't I like eat anything for the rest of the day. I don't know, man. They're, they they take a lot out of you. You know what takes a lot out of you? They don't have good bagels down here, as I've complained about mightily before. Yeah. But like the quickie breakfast that you can get is like biscuity sandwiches. And I find that those are so much more like, like I can eat a bagel sandwich and be fine and go about my day. But if I eat like a biscuit with like, like a fried green tomato on it. Like, I'm just slow the rest of the day. That sounds so Southern. It sounds very, very <laughs> heavy. The biscuit. It probably has like sugar in it too, maybe. Yeah, probably. Like sweet, yeah. sweetness that's, in that's there. That's probably why I just feel like shit after. You could always get something without a biscuit. Don't they have bread? They don't have bread down south? Everything's just biscuits. No, they don't have <laughs> no. bread down south. Oh, no. They have cornbread or biscuits. The whole oh. thing is like a Cracker Barrel. Oh, Ooh. no. Well, you better bring us one of those rocking chairs with a teddy bear heavy. strapped to it. Is there like, a, are you going to like gain 15 pounds? Have you already gained 15 pounds since moving? Probably because I just sit all day. <laughs> yeah, me too. I used to walk like three miles a day just for my commute and now I don't have that. Mm. Yeah, when I'm in the city the next day, I'm just sore. My hips are just sore. <laughs> just sitting around at home like, fuck. Yeah, I, um, I used to get like 7,000 steps a day just for my commute, and now it's me like too. nothing. <laughs> yeah, I should get another Fitbit. I should track this stuff. Although, mm-hmm. I think if I get a Fitbit now, I'm just going to feel sad. Yeah. Because it's just going to be like, you're a big piece of shit. You don't do anything. <laughs> you went up the stairs. You went I down the started, stairs. <laughs> I, I, I have started riding my bicycle to the office sometimes, and I am not quite in shape for that. Like, remember when we were kids and you'd just go biking and, and feel nothing? Yeah, like mm. now it's like exercise to do that. That sucks. 
Yeah. But maybe that's good. You don't have to run as much? Question mark? Maybe? Yeah, maybe. Whatever. Um, Miles, can you read the next email? Okay. It's from Lucas. The subject line is first mail to the podcast. Hi, JJB Pod. I listened to you guys since you started, but I never got the mail right until now, right? I really like P6 of JJBA. I also started a podcast, but I only have a trailer and no gear but a laptop. I really like how you talk, and you bring really much joy in my life. Regards, Lucas. Thanks, That's Lucas. Awesome. Thanks, Thank Lucas. You. I. Good luck on your podcast. Yeah, good luck on the podcast. I hope you get some kind of gear, specifically like a microphone. I mean, I, if, you're, if yeah. your laptop has a microphone, it probably sounds very bad. Mm. So if you could invest in one piece of gear, maybe get a microphone. I do, uh, and you did uh, get the email I, right. I snicker at your how anal you are about our audio, but I also at the same time listen to podcasts, and if it sounds even a little bit bad, I'm like, I'm not listening to this shit. Right? <laughs> it, you kind of, because it's like, if it doesn't sound professional at all, you're like, well, why don't I just talk to people I know on Discord or on the yeah. phone? What do I, this isn't a show. Yeah, all my friends that I have. <laughs> I mean, I got them. I got friends. Agatha, Agnes, Jermaine, and Jack. All of them. Anybody know the reference? No. Yeah. What is it, Miles? <laughs> he said yes. <laughs> it's you. You got what I need. Bismarcky, just a friend. Okay. That's another, see, that's another song that it calls out names. Remember the last episode or two, ep- whatever, whatever episode I sang Mambo number five, I was talking about. It was a few episodes ago. Yeah. Well, if we, if we get down names. to four patrons, then we can, we can use that one. <laughs> Hopefully people's names won't be too crazy. Or there's like the, the one that's like, that's not my name. That's not my name. You know? Uh, that one yeah. people it's going it's an old it's like not a new song it's it was out for like a couple of years but now it's like a a, it's trend. a TikTok thing i think yeah i guess i don't know i see it on insta i don't do tiktok because i'm old <laughs> but but eventually the cool stuff that's on tiktok eventually makes it for us older people on twitter and instagram and that's where i've seen it hell yeah <laughs> that's pretty much for me too yeah? it's like once it dies on tiktok eventually it's it like like a month later, it shows up on TikTok, on Instagram and Twitter, and then we know about it. And the young people are like, "Oh, millennials!" <laughs> yeah, I can't deal with being that close to people's faces. Like TikTok is so close to people's faces. No, I don't think that's always true. A lot of the time, people they set the phone down and then they just, you know, they do the little dance ten, fifteen feet away from the camera. They do do the dance. I saw a TikTok that I very much treasured because it didn't feel like it was, it was not a trend and it was not like an influencer doing a thing. It was just some guy in like South Carolina and like he or his friends like band is upstairs doing a cover of Play That Funky Music, White Boy. And then like a golden retriever comes up from downstairs with a giant dildo in its mouth (laughs) that I guess it found and it just brings it upstairs to where the band is playing. This like ba- kind of bad cover of a song and it's you don't hear the reaction, but I have to imagine that like I'm guessing the woman of the house was probably mortified. Mm. Uh, but uh, man, this dog was happy to have found this this <laughs> big rubber dick. He's like, I found it. A toy. Good job, dog. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that'll be something to put on the fucking uh, Patreon newsletter, but I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you anyway. You, you make your decision. <laughs> okay, great. This next email. 
is from Luis. Luis actually wrote two emails, seems to have gotten into the podcast and is going through the the back catalog. And so there are a bunch of references to things we used to talk about. And rather than uh, read each and every thing, I think it'll be fun to just sort of see if we know what Luis is talking about. Uh, so the email starts with, hello, Mark, Jackie, and Miles, spelled totally wrong. JK, I know it's Mark, Miles, and Jennifer Lopez. It's probably Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I'm writing to you from, I forgot the, about that. from the faraway year of 2018. I hope the future is great and the year 2020 was a year full of travels and being outside. Uh, I was hesitant to write this, but then I heard other people write from, you know, earlier episodes. Uh, big fan of JoJo, so on a whim, I decided to look for a podcast on Spotify and you were the first result to pop up. Hell yeah. 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 First result. You started off as a small, crazy, noisy, bizarre podcast to slowly become the JoJo podcast. Thank the one you. you have to listen to if you're a real JoJo fan. Well, I hope so. That's right, baby. Thanks. Thanks for that. We'll it's not, take it. We don't care that people from Giant Bomb started a new JoJo podcast. Don't, don't or, what, or whatever. Yeah, don't listen to no, that. They didn't. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. We don't look. There's like 20 there's no JoJo podcast. podcasts now. And we're uh, still here. We're still, we've probably still covered the most JoJo out of all of them. No shade to uh, that Australian one that started before us. You guys seem cool. Anyway. <laughs> sorry. That was all my opinion. That was not what this listener wrote in. And he says that he's hoping to catch up before Netflix drops the second batch. I'm guessing you'll have time. And he's also catching up on Joe Julian. And he's looking forward to getting to the part five episodes when he when he can hear Miles' full-blooded Italian take on part five. There's a joke that that has fallen by the wayside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the PS I'm horny meme was it's so still good. canon though? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just talk about the Philippines a bunch. I don't know why. <laughs> the PS I'm horny meme was so good they made it into the first ending of Golden Wind. I hope you were still referencing that meme at that point. We, we were. were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was half expecting Caesar to be referenced in part five since he briefly was a criminal in Italy. That's kind of a good point. Yeah. But this was set after he died, I believe, part five. Mm. They could have mentioned him, but yeah. Uh, Miles said the Zeppeli guy went to get a gyro. I found that funny, but I think only Mark would find it, would, would get it. You know, shout outs to people who are familiar with uh, part seven. I, won't, I will not explain that to anyone else, by the way. That's me, Mark, talking. Shit. <laughs> uh, Louis says Jackie's wrong. Reese is are the best thing ever. Koichi's Boo. a cool, reliable guy. Boo. But she's right about everything else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Okay. Uh, and then writes, I was going to bring up a bunch of stuff you've referenced, but this is probably too long. Uh, but you did bring up a bunch of stuff. <laughs> uh, if you had Hamon, how would you use it? Uh, I don't know where exactly in the future this message is going to land, but I'll see you when I get there, maybe in 50 years. Signed, Luis, the time traveler. P.S. IDK. If I should live tweet at you as I'm listening to the rest of the episodes. Yeah, do it. PS2, I'm just a little horny. Aw. If I had Hamon, how would I use it? I would probably... I would stay young. I would try to live long with it. That's something that I think Straits and Joseph have done. or I think all of them. Lisa Lisa as well. Mm. Looks younger because of Hamon. I might punch frogs. Punch frogs. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else you would do. Do a TV thing? No, that's per Hermit Purple. That's Hermit that's right. Purple. I mean, you could knock out an airplane pilot. Uh, you could turn a bunch of leaves into a paraglider. Like okay, a I sail. would do that, yeah. 
Uh, you could uh, punch a, a serial murderer through a cave wall. It's all just I don't, like I don't think I would it's do a that. lot of like strength stuff. I can't really use it. I can't really. There's nothing I would use it for. You could hit a little vampire guy and force him to fly through the air and grab something, even though he's dead. But I don't need that. Well, I don't need to punch anybody. What if you like couldn't I'm, get to the train on time and you needed someone to fly through the air and hold the doors open? I'm remote worker forever. Oh, I don't need right. to do any of that. Well. Could I use Hamon to like fix my computer during a power outage? Or I something? think you could. I, I think could, you could. I could power yeah, it up. I think you could. <laughs> I think it'd be like a yes. UPS, like you'd get like some time out of it, you know, mm-hmm. and then it would deplete. Okay. I'll just Luis, use it. I hope you write in whenever you hear this email, by the way. Yes. That would be so funny. Who knows where we'll be? <laughs> and then there is a second email. I, <laughs> I'm sorry to write again after a relatively long message, but I have feelings about some of the things you said. The uh, things we just said just now? <laughs> no probably oh, that would be crazy this episode <laughs> right in when you hear this Whoa. probably on like episode 53 or wherever he, wherever he is right now yeah uh i'd like i'd be funny to see if you remember any of this or if it's totally out of context so right away Luis makes a reference to saying i'm a viewer from the premium podcast really good service you could see what three of them do at all times we've definitely talked about <laughs> at that all times. after a quick google search i'm just finding out wendy's is in fact international i was about to tell you it wasn't interesting Okay. I swear I haven't seen a Wendy's before coming to the U.S. Oh, okay. Oh, but they prefer Whataburger, this which is pre, uh, preempting the fact that is preempting the right term. I don't know. It's foreshadowing the next paragraph that says that uh, Luis is from Mexico but lives in Texas. Whataburger, I believe, is a Texas thing. Uh, not pumping your own gas is for the weak. It's kind of true, even though we live in New Jersey, Jackie and I, anyway, and we have to. We have to do that. We have to sit around like little babies while people <laughs> pump our gas. Uh, y'all are referencing things that are no longer around like Newgrounds or Yahoo Answers or poorly aged artists like Travis Scott are sending me back. <laughs> I, don't, I don't condone eating dry cereal. I don't, I don't eat dry cereal anymore. Although coincidentally, I did today because we're out of when milk. did you stop? Mm. Oh, oh so you I, just, I, what did you I, do? I just added a little bit of milk and was like, yeah, this is easier. <laughs> <laughs> everyone it's it's an example where like everyone bullied me into the normal behavior and i was like all right fine you're right <laughs> okay i was like yeah i don't know how i did this i eat the dry cereal this morning and it was like fine but it was it was dry it was harder to eat i don't know how i did it see it's good that it's good that we got this uh email from the past from Luis. now you can give an update of like yeah you know you can see how we've grown and changed i'm also yeah. look i'm also medicated for having like an obsessive issue where like things that are certain textures really bother me. So I think some of it is just like a holdover from before. I really got a lot the of that under control. Does, the medication doesn't help with that. No, it does. Really? Yeah. You'll eat things that you normally wouldn't eat because of the medication? I think so. Yeah. And I think oh. I was able to start using like, uh, like hand lotion and, and, and cream <laughs> and like, like, you know, creams and stuff that normally would have like fucking disgusted me to have them on my body or whatever, oh. you know, I'm like a little bit more okay with it. Okay. Uh, and so then like the cereal, I think, was just like a delayed reaction. Uh, olive oil doesn't taste that bad. I don't remember that talk. I love olive oil. I put it on everything. <laughs> olive oil does. It tastes good. When did we say yeah. it tasted bad? I think no. too much is not good. I, I was just thinking today. I was like, I'll eat anything with if you put a little drizzle, a little bit of olive oil and salt and I'll eat anything. <laughs> okay. Ooh. You know what I'm putting on everything these days? Fried chili oils. 
Okay. It's something that I only had for the first time like like last year. And now I put what it is on every fried time. chili oil. It's like a Chinese thing. It's just like mm. peppercorns and other spices like in oil and you buy it in a jar at H Mart and you put it on all of your food and it becomes like delicious and spicy. Well, I do like when they put the chili oil in like the ramen, like if you ask for like hot ramen at a, at a, a place like that. And they don't use like flakes. Okay, so they it's use like the that, oil. but they have little crunchies inside it. Oh, I'm interested in this. I'll send you a link. What else do they say? Looking forward to listening, reading, and watching the rest of the podcast. I want to know whether Miles has a redemption arc or if he sinks deeper into villainy. And I want to listen to the episode where Jackie fights God. Wow, I don't remember I that. I don't remember. I have no idea. I have no idea what that is. I'm also curious to see if you still do Bible talk backwards. No, we dropped Clat Elbib. Can we, ago. can we, what episode is that? Because I, I thought it was hilarious at the time, but I don't remember what it was. I just thought it was it's, the funniest thing we've ever done. It's an, it's an early one. <laughs> it's not that early though. That's pretty early. Okay. It's like year one, but it's not like, you it might, know. It might, you know what? It might not he, be year one because he did say he's listening from 2018. Yeah. But that could be from maybe, maybe he's and he, and reminiscing he he, on he a 2016 said, he episode. He said like episode 63 at one point here, I think. So like. He's in like the 60s or whatever. Right. Yeah. Miles joked that when Cars is taking Lisa, Lisa's like limp body and he's playing her leg like a guitar, mm. Miles said Ugh. he's playing roundabout. And apparently in the English dub, he does hum roundabout. Oh. Uh, what? Yeah. That's very silly. Uh, Sign Luis, the time traveler. P.S. I'm a Mexican living in Texas. I don't know if you still do accents, but do your worst. P.S. Two. I don't know if you get. I don't know if you'll eventually get more Tex-Mex listeners, but since I'm a time traveler. I'm retroactively making myself the first Mexican listener. Ha. I think you are the first Mexican listener. Yeah. So thank you. I don't know. Is there, has there been anybody else from Texas? I'm not sure. Maybe. It's a big state. Yeah, that's true. So it could big. be anybody. It's huge. Too big. Um, Jackie, you're the native Spanish speaker. Do you want to try the a Mexican accent? All right. No mames, way. Okay. Uh... Soy mexicano, pinche cabrón. No, this doesn't sound right. Orale. Orale is good, yeah. No mames, way. That's the best I can do. That's okay. That's the best I can do. Yeah, I think my best um, understanding of like a Tex-Mex accent would be like, orale, partner. <laughs> Something like <laughs> that. Orale. <laughs> That's like a very condensed version, perhaps. Um, mexicano, pinche cabrón. Cabrón. You got you got to throw chingar in there somewhere, right? That's a Mexican thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks for writing, Luis. Glad you're having fun going through the back catalog. I loved these emails. They made me think of the past. We've been doing this a long time. We have. This email is from Leia. Uh, subject line: Original stand. Do not seal. Good morning, JJB crew. Like any JoJo fan, I've spent my share of time mulling over what kind of stand I would have and what it would be called, and I've had some ideas, but just recently I've nailed down a good one and I thought y'all might enjoy it. This stand would be able to alter the genetic structure of anything it touches, but only if that person is fully submerged in water. The person's body then transforms to reflect how it would have developed if they had been born with these altered genes instead of their original genes. Depending on how drastically it alters someone's genes, the effects could be anything from slightly altering hair color to turning someone into a banana. As for the specifics of being fully submerged, 
uh, every outside surface of the body would need to be under the surface of a body of water. Simply being wet would not be enough. However, things like bandages, which are in direct contact with the skin, would not prevent you from being considered submerged. Um, Prosthetics such as JoJo's robotic hand were difficult to place, but I think I came up with a ruling with a ruling significantly bullshit for a stand. If you truly consider it to be part of your body without even thinking to question it, it must be submerged. However, if you stop to wonder, even for a moment, that it would count as a part of you, that, like if it would count as a part of you, it does not, and that stand will ignore it. Um, originally, I wanted the stand to be called in utero, but decided that made too much sense, and so instead I went, I took one step away from that and called it, Francis Farmer will have her revenge on Seattle. Sorry to end a long email with a long stand name, but I hope you at least get a chuckle out of the idea. Thanks, Leah. Thanks, Leah. Thank you for coming Thanks. up with a very complicated JoJo type JoJo stand. Yeah. Good job. I think this stand user hangs out at the Y, and like, the, <laughs> like if and then the JoJo crew is like going through the swimming pool, and then that's where this fight happens mm. because like they're doing laps and they have a long discussion about the benefits of swimming. Yeah, Araki like tells you about a swimmer who could stay submerged for like an hour or something. They have like a, a who, who can hold their breath the longest contest. And then, and that's but then when, they just change your genes yeah, yeah. to turn you into a pheasant. Because they also something. have to touch you. So like that would be the easiest thing. You just get somebody like, hey, I'll give you like a ton of money if you can if you think you can hold your breath longer than me. And then when they go down underwater, it just touches you and turns you into banana or whatever. Damn. <laughs> I, the, the idea, though, that like of me thinking of this as like that is a very Jojo power reminded me of when uh, Jackie and I recently watched some more of the YouTube like game show Um Actually, which is about nerdy stuff. And they talked about Jojo powers and they gave some examples of them. And the whole thing with Um Actually is they put out there like a nerdy thing that has a, a, a falsehood in its statement. And uh, the thing was like. Examples include Superfly, which is a stand that allows you to fly, and then a few other things that were real. And uh, Sun One Cho buzzed in. I was like, that Superfly thing doesn't sound like a JoJo power, like just being able to fly. And then and it's too he was, he was right. The host was like, yeah, Superfly traps you in a pylon, and like everything <laughs> you do reflects back on you. And he was like, yeah, that's a JoJo power. <laughs> like, just way more complicated. <laughs> like, not you can fly. Um. Yeah, and I like that caveat that it's like, well, it depends what you think because, yeah, we've seen with like Marilyn Manson and uh, uh, da, 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 the Darby Brothers stands that it's like, if you think of something, then like you're fucked. Then the stand works. This email is from Kenny. Subject line is, behold, my mighty standability gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, guys, after two weeks of straight up being too exhausted to write an email, last two months of business school before my final exam. Whoa, good luck. <laughs> I finally gotten time and energy to write again. I wanted to write that last week, but your blood boiling in space, not really an issue. Because your blood is in an enclosed cycle inside your body, it won't actually start boiling. Also, freezing isn't really an issue either because there is no air in space to absorb your body heat, which means it would take hours to actually freeze to death, unlike cars who froze in like a minute. No, you would die after the air in your innards would violently rip out of your body, being sucked by the vacuum of space. Gross, right? But enough of that. Mark said last time that Poochie has crosses in his eyes after this point in the story, at least in the manga. It's the same in the anime. Episode 11, no crosses. 
Episode 12, Crosses in the Eyes. And mm. it looks pretty sick, not gonna lie. I was wondering if Jolene is religious. She didn't want to hit Poochie and was thinking to herself that if she would be forgiven after lying to him. But he lets her go to the courtyard anyways, and what happens there? Jolene gets shot. Are you actually kidding me right now? After fighting one of the most dangerous stand users ever, she just gets shot by a normal-ass guard. To hell with all the weird stand users, Dio should have hired a sniper to kill Jotaro back in Egypt, and Diavolo a street thug to give Giorno a drive-by. That's apparently way more effective than a child with a magic comic or a mole gimp and his mold-spreading master who could have guessed it. <laughs> well, after that, we had the OP with added SFX, and I really expected something like oh, Dio yeah. stopping time. Or Kira reversing the OP like we had in previous JoJo OPs, but nothing that big. Just some sound effects. Still cool, though. Also, Araki was back at, it again, act back at it again with the frog rain history facts. And prime number explaining kind of sciencey stuff we love so much about JoJo. I think the Japanese word for father regarding Poochie was hilarious. It sounded like Simp-sama to me. <laughs> it did, yeah. Simpsama's standability, White Snake, is like I already speculated in the first episode we saw him. A sentient stand like Spice Girl was. Otherwise, what would be the point for Poochie to talk to him and give him orders? But I know what you really want to hear from me, guys. And yeah, I totally think they banged. <laughs> Dio and Poochie, that is. The way Poochie talks about how beautiful Dio is in the short scene and how sensual Dio was nipping, nipping I think he meant sipping on his wine glass. I don't think anybody could withstand that dude. Also, he looks super hot in part six. I have a feeling that we will hear and see more about Dio and his totally platonic friend Poochie in the future. That's all I have to say. Sorry it got this long. Looking forward to listen to the next pod episode and the JoJo and non-JoJo content that will follow. Have a nice week, Kenny. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so horny. That's totally a line in Poochie's diary. Just trust me, bro. <laughs> Thanks, probably Kenny. probably true. Good luck, Kenny. Yeah, good luck on the final exam. You'll probably kill it. Yeah. Probably. Um, I agree. They totally banged. I think that everybody who spent, like anybody who's been alone in a room with Dio has fucked him. Even whole horse? Without exception, yes. Oh. Everybody who's been in wow, a room okay. alone with him has fucked him. They Interesting. Fucked. If, he wa if Dio wanted to. It wasn't about whether the other person wanted, oh, wanted no. to because they do. It's really just about if oh, Dio okay. wants to. Yeah, the Japanese word for pastor does seem to be shimp, shimpu. So shimpusama mm. is is the title they're giving uh, Pucci, and it does sound like simp. What religion is he supposed to be? Dio. Okay. I don't know. Kind of Christian, like all it's, all it's his Christian, but all like his heaven many, talk is like what the there's fuck? many kinds of. I know. I want to talk. That's really what I want to talk about. I'm pretty sure, like, isn't the Christian like route to getting into heaven in a lot of the sects of Christianity just like step one? Accept Jesus Christ. Step two, repent. Be good. Step three, that's it. You're done. You did. Well, you it. gotta like you gotta go to church and you gotta give them money every you, week. You need to do that <laughs> to go to heaven. It depends on how religious. If you're if you're like really religious and you really believe that shit, then you gotta go. You gotta go to communion all the time. You gotta do confession like but once that, a month but or whatever. That says that you like in the Bible. It doesn't say that's what you gotta do to go to heaven. No, you got to live a good life. You got to you got to follow the 10 commandments. You got to be a good person. It doesn't say this in the Bible. I don't think. Doesn't it just say at some point like you'll be accepted into the kingdom of heaven and it's like after a bunch of other shit. It's not like it's not like a cookbook where it's like okay, you got to do all this stuff. Well, that's not the point, right? That's not the point. 
like the point of religion is not like all right do all this shit you don't want to do so that you go to heaven like that's a lot of people i think that is the point but it shouldn't it like it's at at least according to the religion that's not the point the point is like you know god is awesome and you want to serve him you know is that i don't know if that's always true i don't know if i agree well i think that that's supposed to be the point Maybe it also depends on the religion. Miles, like you're, I, it you're might religious. also be, it might also be like okay, the, like it's 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 all about like forgiveness of your sins and stuff like that, and you just need to be feel guilty all the time. Like that could be for for some people, but at least what I was taught was that it's about like being a good person because God loves you. You know, wouldn't it be funny if that's what Dio's diary said? <laughs> it's just like step one: be a good person. <laughs> Go to church. Step two: God loves you. Step three: uh. When you die, uh, your sins will be forgiven. Just a lot of being like, how could the Big Bang have created the universe? What created the Big Bang then? Well, it's like, it's like, it's probably like step one, get baptized, right? Because you have to be, then step two, like repent, go to to confession. Must have been tricky for Dio because he's a vampire. I think if you get baptized as a vampire, you just blow up. It's probably just like the seven sacraments yeah. or whatever. Not maybe not all seven, like five out of seven sacraments you have to do. Hmm. You have to do your you have to get baptized, you have to do communion, confirmation, and then like that's it. I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep. I'm sorry. And then and then Pucci and Dio marry each other. Oh. That's the that's the sacrament of marriage? Yes. Oh, okay. I also I like the special effects intro. That was cool. I, I always I don't I never know how to feel about those. It's like I, it's cool sometimes that they do it, but it lowers the overall volume of the music so the sound effects can come through. And it's like, I don't know, I'd be kind of happy with like a middle ground where it's like mostly music and then one or two things have sound effects. But it feels like they're just demoing like, look how many sound effects we have. Check it out. And... I didn't even notice that. <laughs> also, I did think the gun was like... Like really, <laughs> we're gonna like we're yeah. gonna like instead of a fight, they're just gonna be like, okay. We we don't need a fight right now. Let's just like we wanna we wanna watch these frogs for a bit. So like let's just shoot her so she's just down. Oh yeah. Uh, this email is from Soliloquy. And the subject line is "What's with the animals that end in og?" Hey JJB Pod crew. Mark asked if Canadians use Celsius or Fahrenheit, and the answer is yes, but no. Measuring in Canada is pretty circumstantial. So I've attached a handy dandy guide on how to measure like a Canadian. Hope that clears things up. It does not. Did you make this? I looked at this thing. I don't think so. It's got like the toasted meme, like corruption around the pixels, you know, like it looks like it's been copied and pasted a bunch. Okay. Um, One of these is just nuts to me. It's like a flow chart of what are you measuring? And then it's temperature, right? In terms of Celsius or Fahrenheit. Mm. Is it for cooking? If it's for cooking, yes. Then you use Fahrenheit. If it's not for cooking then uh, you would say it's measured in Celsius unless it's for the temperature of a pool, in which case you use Fahrenheit. Hmm. But everything else, I guess, is just like weather is in Celsius, you know? And I guess that's really it. I don't know what else you'd measure temperature with. There's a lot. I Maybe mean, the human body, if you're, if you're taking your own temperature, you would then say Celsius in Canada. But uh, you boil at 212 Fahrenheit and the pool is... 80 degrees or whatever the fuck. Yeah. That sounds cold. This is this is nuts. It's and, fucking nuts, bro. And that you measure distance with time unless it's related to work. What the fuck? I'm not moving to Canada. I got to think about all these if-thens. 
Keep reading the email. The email continues, yes. As for JoJo, I think that besides dogs, frogs might be the second mm. most abused animal in JoJo. From Zeppeli punching one to demonstrate Hamon all the way back in part one to Dopio using one as a phone and later mm. devouring it or yet another frog. And now the hundreds or thousands that are splattered all over the courtyard. I wonder if Weather Report created these frogs specifically or just teleported them in from somewhere to dump all over the place. Anywho, hope you've enjoyed the last episode of JoJo for now. It's going to be a tough wait. Your friend, Soliloquy. Thanks, Soliloquy. I think... Thanks. I think that the frogs were transported from elsewhere, but I also think that this was a huge stretch of his powers. Like, he, he manipulates the weather. He can't, like... Like, can his weather power really like decide like okay i'm gonna start a hurricane in a region where there's a lot of frogs and then only pick up the frogs not anything else not any like tree branches not any rocks not any other animals just the frogs of this specific type of frog and then i'm gonna like wind blow it all the way over to florida i don't know man it just seems like a stretch i think that Araki is taking the frog rain as just as though it is its own weather phenomenon, despite having an idea of the cause and effect of it. I think he's just being like, if he could do a hurricane or a cyclone, he could do a frog rain. Okay. So I think that (laughs) it might be teleporting them. It might be creating them. But yeah, I don't think he has the range and foresight to have a fucking tornado down in Nicaragua and then bring it all the way to Florida. Um, <laughs> I don't think. Mm-hmm. I have a lot to say about these frogs. <laughs> okay. I did a lot of research. Okay, cool. We'll get there then. Uh, last email. Me? Yeah, I think so. Right? I, I think so. I've only read one. This email is from Chad. No mo Jojo. Aloha JJB pod ohana. Well, that's it. No more Stone Ocean until we get the next batch. I have to say that I've enjoyed the season a lot. Jolene and her friends and foes are a very interesting bunch. Anyway, here's a voice connection I found on the last episode for now. Sports Max, the mysterious new foe teased after the credits came and went. Oh, shit. I forgot. I didn't rewatch that. Anyway, uh, new foe teased after the credits came and went, shared his voice actor with Kiyoshi Baba, the main character's Yakuza boss from Hinamatsuri and the wonderful flashy ninja Bang Shishigami from the Blaze Blue franchise. Well, I hope all is well. Here's hoping our wait is short and merciful. Mahalo, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Thank you, Chad. Apparently, Sports Max's name in the English dub or elsewhere is just Sports Maximum. Which just feels like he's like a sports store. Like he sells basketballs and shoes and shit. I didn't rewatch this like this teaser thing at the end today. So now I, I like I don't remember what it is at all. You'll have to remind me. It's not even like going to be the I mean, like, it might be the next big story arc, but it is apparently like from a few chapters later and they just bumped it up, I guess, for the mm, teaser. Yeah. Because maybe like the next chapter is not actually that eventful seeming or whatever. Like maybe it's a fun one. Just about Jolene having to go buy some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I've been enjoying Stone Ocean a lot as well. And because of what I know, what I remember reading, mm. I'm very excited. Tell us. No, I'm just saying I'm very excited to see uh, how it ends. I Because I know how it ends, but I don't remember the details. And I think, How does it end? I'm not going to tell you. 
And I think there's a lot of room for uh, creativity and stuff. And so I want to see it. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. Uh, again, those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Let us now take a quick break. No. You know what? Now's the time to talk about our Patreon. Hooray! Have you Yay! ever done this show before? I've never done this before. Look, I don't have any notes in front of me. Who gives a fuck? I just, I'll erase this. You have no idea. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support the show and gain access to some extra content that we don't put on the main feed, as well as Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter that explains some of the off-topic stuff we go over on this podcast. And are you still doing your musical pick of the week? That's right, baby. Yeah, if you want, uh, if you want to gain Miles' old soul taste in music, uh, you just support us at the $1 level. That's it. Miles, I was watching a, a reality show and there somebody described themselves as an old soul. And I was like, fuck anybody who describes themselves as an, as an old soul. You can't call yourself that. Other people can call you that, but you can't call yourself that. And then um, I was telling Mark about this and he was like, well, Miles is an old soul. I was like, yeah, but Miles can't call himself that. Yeah. So, and he, and he, does so you know. won't. he okay. doesn't call himself that either. And I, I give him credit for that. You have to be you either have to be like self-deprecating, like, well, I'm an old man with old man taste or just don't don't try to categorize yourself. <laughs> Usually, yeah, this isn't a dating profile. Yeah. Usually people who say they're an old soul also have like at least one modern taste, I think, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm an old soul, but then they do E and go to clubs. <laughs> no one cares that you knit. Yeah. It doesn't Just like matter. my grandfather. Just like your grandfather <laughs> over in Italy. Uh, but yeah, that's just a dollar to gain access to the Patreon feed. But if you uh, pledge at the $3 a month level, a lot of people think it's $3 a day. It's not. It's $3 a month. That's nothing. It's Who almost that. You're stupid. I don't know. A hypothetical person I made up and drew some concept sketches of um it's in my notebook filed under dumbass uh but yeah for three dollars a month you get the exact same benefits but also the uh wonderful i have to imagine big ego boost big confidence boosting thank you out loud from us here on jjb pod okay thank you to madison soliloquy ken baron Yes. Kassoon, Caleb, Jumbo, Katie, Bloof, Dylan, Nocturnal, Kenny, Mark's Lamp, Caden, Nick, Austin, Tim, Tyler, Martin, Michael, Christian, and Chad. Thank you. Don't make all that noise. Okay. Yes, thank you all so much for supporting us on Patreon. Even if you've only been doing it for a month. Thank you. And thank you to whoever is named Mark's Lamp. I don't know what this is a reference to, but it's fine because you're supporting us fiscally. <laughs> Did we ever I don't know, was this something we said about lamps? I don't know. Maybe it's a different Mark. Maybe it's not about you, Mark. <laughs> Maybe. That's true. A few weeks ago there was a fly who was stuck inside my little like box lamp. And he was just banging around inside the like soft box that comes to surround it. And I just let him do it. I didn't do anything. He might be in there dead. I don't know. But it's weird. It's open at the top. But he just kept banging around it like an idiot. So 
Flies are dumb. If you're that fly, thank you for pledging, but <laughs> you got some <laughs> dumb friends. Anyway, let's take a break and then we'll come back and talk about the last for now episode of JoJo's Stone Ocean. The last episode of this podcast ever. No, stop it. Okay. Goodbye. Be back. <laughs> All right. This is going to be about episode 12 of Stone Ocean. What is My the, lucky number. What is the name of the episode? Fuck, I didn't look that up. I didn't, look, I didn't write that down. Stone Guardian Saves the Day, or Savage it, Guardian Saves the Day. It's called a, a Torrential Downpour Warning. <laughs> the name of the episode. Okay. And yeah, this covers chapters 47 through 50, and I mentioned before they bump ahead uh, chapter 58, just to kind of, I guess... I guess they really thought Sports Max would be cool. So there's a little bit of that. And so this is a, a interesting episode for a few reasons. It, it does feature a very pretty over-the-top power from a stand that we've met recently. It features the return of an old JoJo character, uh, perhaps the largest gap in returning JoJo characters, like when we last saw them to now. Although, who's returning? Well, not literally returning. Okay, because Dio hasn't returned. Right. It's just a flashback. Yes, but it is new Dio content. You it know is, what I mean? Yes, I'm very excited about that. I don't understand. Their interaction makes no sense to me. I have to talk about we, it. We will talk about it. So this episode, it's kind of a part three of this whole like quest to get the Star Platinum disc to whatever the fuck is in the courtyard. Uh, and but- we learn it's a pigeon. We learn, yes, we learn, spoiler alert, that Savage Garden or Savage Guardian is a pigeon, a carrier it's, it's, pigeon. It's a named pigeon. It's a named animal without a stand, but doesn't get murdered. So, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's like a white pigeon, though. I think you could even say it's a dove. It's a pigeon, but instead of an olive branch, it's carrying CDs. Mm. Imagine you're just somewhere and you see a bird fly by with a CD hanging off its feet. Aren't you like, what the fuck? But and the bird's like, y'all like hip hop? <laughs> Sir, do you like hip hop? <laughs> do you have a moment to talk about hip hop? <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the last episode ended with this sort of cliffhanger where Jolene and Pucci are meeting for the first time. Face to face. Face to face. Showdown. And uh, we know that Pucci knows who Jolene is, but we don't think that Jolene knows who Pucci is. Yes. She doesn't know that he- Did you just do a Daft Punk reference? I did do a Daft Punk reference. I like that song a lot, Face to Face, Off Discovery. It's good. She doesn't even know that uh, fucking Poochie is an owner-operator of Whitesnake. She's met Whitesnake a few times mm-hmm. at this point. And he's wondering, he's like, what the hell happened to Lang Wrangler, whatever his name is? Yeah. Where's uh, that guy? And like, he's like, does she have the disc? Does he have the disc? Um, and yeah, and Weather Report is hiding. Yeah, he's fucked up. And so they chat. Um, they have a little chat. Yeah, so she's like, "Uh, I, you know, I gotta go." And he and, and Father Pucci is like, "Well, you just use somebody else's ID, so I, you know, like something's going on." And she's like, he, he asks what happened to him, and she's like, "Oh, well, he tried to assault me, so I knocked him out, and he's sleeping in one of those hampers or whatever." Yeah. Um, I threw his ass with the dirty laundry. And uh, Pucci is like, well, and he's, Pucci is playing, like, because he knows that she doesn't know who he is. So he's playing, like, 
pretending to be like a regular priest. And he's like, well, you know, regardless, no matter the reason, I'm going to need to report this. Um, and she's like, well, you know, just let me get to the courtyard and then you can report me. I just need to get to the courtyard. It's a matter of like saving my father. Like it's a matter of, of his life. Um, my dad's life is on the line. And Pucci is like, hmm. I don't understand this speech. Well, first he's like, is there anyone else here? And she's like, uh, no, it's just me. And that's a lie because weather report is there. Um, but she and she kind of thinks to herself, like, it's, a, you know, I, I'll, I can be forgiven, which is not how like it seems like she might be religious here. But that's not how it's supposed to work. Like, you're not supposed to, like, do bad things and be like, eh, I'll be forgiven. Isn't that like, what everyone does, though? But you're not supposed to. At least that that's what I, I went to Catholic school. So <laughs> what I was taught is like, you can't just do bad stuff thinking like, oh, I'll be forgiven. You know, like you have to actually it has to be like an error in the moment that you then regret. Like you have to genuinely regret it, you know? And it, it can't be just like, you can't like cheat the system by saying like, but, oh, I get free refills on the forgiveness. But what if you think, I'll oh, be, I love it'll free be, refills. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be wiped clean. So I can, I can like murder a bunch of people and then go to confession. Like you can't do that. But what if you think to yourself, the ends justify the means and what I'm going to do is good. So if I have to do some bad things, they'll be forgiven because I'm doing a good thing ultimately. Well, then you don't regret it. I feel like you, I don't know if you, I don't know. I don't know how that works, but I feel like you have to regret it in order to be forgiven, you know? Well, sometimes you got to take a big bet. I mean, you know, she's there. She's about to get the alarm rung on her. You just got to bet that you'll regret it. Bet the regret. What do move I know? forward though? and sin. I'm not religious. Uh, he does this thing though where, where she's like, could you just do me this favor or whatever? And he's like, kindness is given with <laughs> the with the expectation that kindness shall be returned yeah there's no such thing as un unconditional love which felt and like and it's like who asked you about unconditional love like who well, even brought that up i think it makes sense for him to be like it's almost like he's implying like i'll do you i'll I'll do you a favor but that means i'm going to come around and expect you to do me a favor that's what at some it sounded point. like yeah but he doesn't actually give an ask he doesn't ask anything in return but then what he ends up doing after that is saying like the only thing unconditional love is the expectation to go to heaven is the reward of reaching the gates of heaven or what whatever. the fuck is he talking about i uh, don't get this yeah i didn't understand this either um i think this is either like too araki ismed or it's a translation thing that's like not well it's supposed enough. to be that like jesus and god or whatever unconditionally love you that's supposed to be a thing. Oh, yeah, that's true. So maybe that, maybe it's like the only unconditional love is between you and God. But they do expect you to do shit in order to get the fucking heaven. It would only be unconditional if he was like, yeah, sin, whatever. Do whatever you gotta no, do. No, no, he loves you anyway, even if you're a piece of shit. Like but, you don't, but, the, but he specifically says the reward of going to heaven. He doesn't say God's love is unconditional. That's true. It's not unconditional. Right. There are conditions to the reward of going to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> there are conditions. And they're so complicated. A, a dude, a vampire dude wrote them in a book in this anime manga. Why the hell does Dio think he's going to get to heaven? But we'll get there. It's just, it's just, it's like, it's like, like heaven's not going to let him in. <laughs> what if it's just like the, the, the steps are just like the underpants gnomes from South Park. It's like step one, steal your brother's body. <laughs> step two, fuck everything that moves. Step three, question marks. Step four, go it's to heaven. It's not his brother's body. His adoptive brother. Really? It's Jonathan's body. Yeah, but that, he wasn't his brother. Well, he was adopted by the Joe Stars 
and it's his, it's his, uh, it's okay. his stepbrother or his adopt. It's just more fun to say it that way. Okay. You could okay. say steal your nemesis's body, but if you say that, you feel you're like, well, maybe it's a bad nemesis. When you realize it's a brother, you're like, whoa, this guy's a fucking freak. Anyway, what does Poochie's speech here have to do with like she's just asking him like can you just like bend like look away for a second let and just and let me go to the courtyard and then you can report me just like you know and he's like well when someone does something for others and blah 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 unconditional love and blah 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 heaven is he just like trying to sound like a real priest like like (laughs) what is he doing? It does seem like he might not be a real priest, right? But he does say about his flashback that he was thinking of going to seminary school. Yeah, well, we'll talk about whether he's a real priest or not later, I think. Maybe he was trying to get go to inseminated school. You know what I mean? Oh, For sure. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, eventually, he made it. Eventually, he does let uh, Jolene pass anyway. Yeah, he'll, he'll overlook. I don't know. I mean, I know why. But if I were Jolene, I would question why. Because... What he just said has not like doesn't make any sense, and then he's like, "All right, fine, I'll over, I'll overlook it." Um, and then, and then he, and then he's like, "But I'll give you only one minute for some reason, like because she brought it up." So he's like, "Okay, fine, one minute." Um, fine. Um, and so he, and then you see him think to himself. Um, he's like, "Well, you know, I couldn't do anything else because there's someone hiding here, and I don't know who it is." So he had to let her go, um, even though it's actually part of his plan the whole time. Um, so Jolene rushes to the courtyard and then there's a security guard there with a disc in his head and he has a gun and he just shoots her a bunch of times. Yeah, I think he hits her like twice in the stomach. Yeah, okay. I think the CD thing, especially based on later what he does with the frog, I I couldn't find it on the the one JoJo wiki that I checked, but it, it seems almost like Poochie is able of like quickly burning CDs that have like one instruction on them. So he can just like hypnotize you to do a specific thing and then just shoves it into someone's head. But then later he called the guy. He was like, I don't remember what he says, but later on when he needed help, he was like, guy, come back here. And then the guy comes, but he's all like poisoned up. He's all full of poison. Well, maybe just he called him and the guy did. No, it sounded like a power. It sounded like a power. Like he, like mm. he can summon him. I don't, I don't remember know. that, but okay. Okay. I don't remember feeling that way. Um. So yeah, the, so it's, it's, it is silly that she can just be surprised by a gun and that like pretty much takes her out for like half the episode. I kept waiting for her to be like, things are pretty strong. They are strong. I kept waiting for her to be like, thank God I put a mesh of threads. Under yeah. My skin. Right. Hasn't she done that before? Like, I th- Oh, right. That's what happened with John Gallier. She, um, uh, she put the threads like near his barrel. And so the bullets went all loopy scoopy. Barrel. Oh yeah, yeah. When, no, no, no. When, when she it was first going gets in her. shot, yeah, yeah, yeah. When she first gets shot by the sniper, she makes like a mesh. Yeah, yeah, and covers it. I don't know. This is too close. Maybe he's just like right there with a the gun. Mm. I don't um, know. Look, we could we could write our excuses for it, but it still feels weird. She just wasn't ready. It doesn't feel right for a protagonist to get shot. Although I guess it has happened. I'm drawing. Blanks. I feel like there's been a lot of magical guns that shoot people, but not like real guns that shoot people you know yeah you know um i don't remember which emailer mentioned it but uh there are the rats in part four that i think are using just sniper rifles or is it their powers they have guns <laughs> actually it is their it is guns. their stand now that i, I think, think it's about their it. powers yeah yeah they have a stand gun um mista does not have a stand gun he has a real gun but little Sand bullets little they're not even bullets they're the guys that ride the bullets okay the little fucking number goblins 
uh, Emperor is a stand gun that a whole horse has. Um, Emporio arguably has a revolver in his burned out ghost room. That could be a stand gun, kind of. Um, yeah, guns are strong. Like in Rock, <laughs> Paper, Scissors, for instance, the gun always wins. There's no gun. If you just point at someone, rock, paper, scissors, they lose. Big oversight in that game. Mm. Anyway, I'm uh, seven. What was I watching? I was watching something. It was something stupid. And they were like, rock, paper, scissors. And they're like, you know, it was like rock and paper. He's like, no, rock beats paper. And he's like, okay, then what beats rock? Nothing beats rock. It's the best. And so they just kept doing rock, paper, scissors. And it was just rock. And then it was rock. And then it was, it, they just kept doing rock. Was it that one episode of Seinfeld with the little people as actors? Oh, was it? Or was it in Bob's Burgers, maybe? It could have been Seinfeld. There is I that, like that. I do love that bit in, in The Simpsons, though, when Bart, it's the same exact thing, but Bart's like, good old rock, nothing beats that. <laughs> and then he just throws it out there and gets papered, and he's like, oh. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, so then we get the sound effect intro. I feel like the intro took a while to actually get there. You know, I feel like usually it's like one of the first things. But yeah, now we get the now we get the intro and there it's a sound effect intro. And then and then when we come back from the intro, we get our flashback where Poochie is like, I met a man from Egypt. And Dio is like, you know, I know how to get to heaven. And he's like swirling his wine and sipping it. Um and the voiceover Poochie is like, he was young and incredibly beautiful. I was He was not young. <laughs> That's I, ridiculous. I was sixteen. Oh, yeah, but he seemed like thousands of years old or something it was like he was young he looked young but he seemed mature and smart yeah um and you know poochie was 16 he was studying in school um and dio starts talking about going to heaven um this is the thing that i hate is then he's like and i could use your help and poochie's like well how do you get to heaven and Dio doesn't even give him like a basic outline. He's like, ah, I wrote it in a notebook. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> why don't you summarize the notebook to me or something? It's just like, we don't know. The flashback, I guess, just ends. The flashback is like, I have it written down in a book. I'm not going to elaborate any further. <laughs> Maybe they started making out right at that moment. He's got to come to Egypt. Maybe. So the heaven thing, Dio also expands on that. He talks about how um, he is interested in knowing where your spirit goes when you die. That's like what he means by heaven, like where your spirit goes when you die. Mm. Um, yeah, where, and, where's and, all the sparkly and, dust we've been seeing? Where does it and go? And he also says that you will get true happiness there. Like they'll find true happiness there, which I don't know how he knows that. Um, I don't know how he knows any of this, right? Like how did he figure out how to get to heaven? How does he know like what it is? Um, and uh He's, he, yeah, he just talks about how it, it that's the only way, the only, only, only way to be happy. You can't get that from wealth. You can't get that from power. You can't get that from being invincible. Um, it's all about going to heaven. And So are we learning that Dio is unhappy? I think he has a lot of shit on his plate. I think he has a lot of things to juggle. He's like super old and he's just been doing a lot like he, all he, these he years. He can't go out in the sunlight. Uh, so he I, can't like show off his latest fashions. I think it's like he's 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 just like okay, I've done everything on the, in this world, and I need to go to heaven. You know what I mean? Like I I haven't I haven't yeah. found happiness. Here. Alexander wept type shit, I, and he I, also has the the Joe stars after him being really annoying 
and, and that's he, upsetting. What is he? He just like murders people and stuff, right? Like he doesn't. He's not like a good person. No. <laughs> Why does he think he can get to heaven? Because he wrote the steps. Yeah, I think he's just bored, and he's like, "I'm a vampire. I'm immortal. Like, what? What? What now?" Um, and that's the thing is in the Jojo universe is maybe it's not about being good to get to heaven. You just have to know specific stuff and take specific steps. It's kind of like, uh, religion. Th- this is way too no, Cause I think a lot of the religion stuff is just love me, God and do good stuff. I was going to say it's like those speed runs where they corrupt the memory and like the credits to the game plays like two seconds in because they put one shell perfectly here and one shell perfectly there and shit. This is a joke for three people total. Um, also, I wrote down that Dio has genie shoes. Oh, Did yeah. He's always notice? had those. He's always had those genie <laughs> shoes? He's always in the yellow and green outfit. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, there is I like a funny, there's like an up angle, like the camera for some reason is like on the floor. And it's weird to see that his heart knee pads are like, they're kind of just like glued to his knee pads from the center. Like they kind of hang off him in a way. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of makes me feel like, oh, is this like a cheap costume? <laughs> that he's wearing i don't know how else they would look but it's just sort of funny looking you ain't never had a friend like me <laughs> what is that oh genie okay genie from aladdin um do you guys think his toes curl up all the way in those things no okay yeah me neither yeah i didn't think that at all also like how did he figure how did he figure this shit out how did he figure out these steps this feels like like jackie and i i mentioned we were watching the scream movies scream scream Mm-hmm. We watched one through four uh, last month, and Scream Three does this thing where it's like, but one of the characters that was murdered had a whole past, and uh, they uh, there's like another family member you don't know about, and this one character that died in the last movie, well, he actually made a videotape, and it's like you could just write a sequel, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like it does feel a little bit like that, like it's mm-hmm. like you know who you like a lot. It's Dio. Yes. And he had a whole other thing going on. But what is nice is that it's like we have Poochie to experience this all through, that he is his own character, you know? Yeah. Like he is obviously connected to Dio, but it's not all bad, I guess. Yeah. But it is just sort of funny to be like, meanwhile, on the side. But I guess, I don't know, Jojo isn't super like... Dio's mission was really to get to heaven. Like, that's what he was really trying to do. Yeah, yeah. But it does it does make sense because he did just spend a lot of time like cooped up in his mansion or yeah. whatever. And you're like, what does he do? What does he want to do? Is he yeah. just doing this to wait for the Joe stars? So I guess it makes sense to give him some kind of mission. He was researching heaven and the afterlife and stuff. Oh, and I guess, yeah, Egypt Egypt is probably a good place for that because they, they talk a lot about the afterlife in like ancient Egyptian re- religion. Yeah. You know, that's a good place. Anyway, so he's like, I wrote I wrote it all down in this notebook. I guess it's maybe it's a maybe it's a long process. You know, it's not just like five steps on one page. It's probably like a whole notebook just full of the, the process. I wrote this process in a notebook. Come find me in Egypt at some point in the future. I will need you to assist me. Poochie. And I wonder, does he tell that to all of his lovers? Like he I, tells everyone that. He yeah. tells everyone like he's gonna I, sacrifice a hundred people. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> um I need you. I want you. And uh we learn Poochie learns that the notebook was burned burned by Jotaro and Jotaro read the notebook. He saw what was in the notebook before he burned it. So that's why he wants Jotaro's memories, memory disc, 
because it has the heaven, the solution for heaven. Yeah, hopefully, right? It's like, if I read someone's like weird, quirky diary about getting to heaven, if you stole my memories, there'd be a bunch of me being like, and then there's some blah, blah, blah shit. And then I don't know what happened on page seven. <laughs> and I don't know, it involves these things. Like you wouldn't get the whole picture from my memory disc. Maybe Jotaro has it all memorized, but so it's risky. So, I mean, so one, why isn't Pucci well, already? Why isn't Pucci already in heaven? If he he has the memory disc, he's had it for a little while. Couldn't he look at it already and figure out what the steps are? Well, we we don't know that he's been able to do anything. Maybe he needs time to decipher it. He's sifting through all these memories of Jotaro fighting kids as a little street punk. But mm-hmm. we don't we don't know what the steps are. They could be complicated. Okay. Well, but also he could just like borrow the disc, take down the steps, give the disc back. And then, like, nobody's going to stop him because it's like, all right, Poochie, if you want to go to heaven by yourself, like, that's not hurting anybody. That's not our, unless it is hurting, unless the steps are, like, sacrifice, like, small children or something. But maybe if he finds something that's that Jotaro also knows and Jotaro could stop, then you wouldn't want the disc to get out. You know what I mean? You need to protect the disc. I don't, wait, what? Like you're saying, he could just borrow the disc, but and I think give he it needs, back. I don't think he should give it back because why? why? Because maybe the steps are something that Jotaro is trying to prevent, that okay. he also knows and would spot. You know, if if it's like step one, open the blood sea, and he opens the blood sea. But why would you want to stop somebody from getting to heaven? Who cares? What if you have to kill a lot of people to get to heaven? I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess that's the that's the question. I guess. But why? Like, also, what is this? Jackie, what is this heaven that you need to like well, sacrifice? What or whatever, right? What right? People? What right do other people have to be happy? You know, if you think <laughs> yeah, you can go to, to heaven, that's bullshit. Stop everyone Fuck from being you. eternally happy. Be miserable down here in muggy Florida with me. <laughs> you don't get to go to heaven. You're a dingbat. You're an asshole. All right. It's just how to buy tickets to Disneyland. Cisco looking ass oh, going to Disneyland. Those are the steps. Dio was really a big fan of of Disney. He wanted to go to Cinderella's castle. Step three is very important. Get the fast pass. Mm. It's not heaven if you have to sit around on the lines the whole time. True. That's right. And you have to get time. the third type of Belgian waffle, which is the Mickey Mouse waffle you get <laughs> when you go to Disneyland. <laughs> Disney World, excuse me. Um. All right. Oh, for those who don't know, Disney World is in Orlando, Florida, which is yes. fairly close to this uh, where this manga takes place. Now we're back in the present. And Poochie is like, it's all taken care of now. I can go. And so he like goes away. He just, he starts walking back to wherever, to his little priest room or wherever his he goes. His rectory. Um, and Weather Report, Weather Report somehow knows that Jolene got shot, but I don't know how, because he's been in this little warehouse He room. hears bangs. Okay. He hears the gunshots. Okay. He doesn't know that it hit her though. How would he know that it hit her? I guess he doesn't know, but he is worrying. He's erring on the side of caution. Okay. Well, anyway, weather report is like bleeding. I guess what happened last time? Did he get all beat up and shit? Yeah. Well, he and he gave his suit away for a little bit while he was in no yeah. gravity, no air. So he's all fucked up and he's like, sorry, Jolene, <laughs> I couldn't help. Um, And then he just, he is all bleeding and sad and he, whatever and then he decides to do this poisonous frog storm um but meanwhile like there's also the guard um which i didn't know he had a name but i guess his name is like max kill or whatever what's his name no i don't think he has a name 
Oh, oh, right. The, uh, that was the, that was. You're the thinking thing. of the guy later. I'm thinking of yeah, the guy yeah, later. Yeah. So this guard doesn't have a name, nope. I guess. He looks cool though. He has a scarf. Yeah, he's scarf guy. He does look cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember who he reminds me of. Like, like a fucking fighting game character, maybe like Strider from Capcom or something. But I don't know what it is. He I mean, looks like he flies he an airplane. Reminds me of Joseph in part in yeah. in his part. He's got like that bomber jacket. Yeah. 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 And so he, the guard is like thinking to himself, he doesn't remember who gave him the orders, but his orders are to kill Jolene and to get the discs. And then uh, weather, weather report starts raining frogs. Right as he's going to shoot Jolene in the head. Yeah. Well, no, he shoots. He shoots and he misses. No. Right, 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 right. Well, I'm saying the frogs come down as he's about to shoot. They hit his hand, so he misfires. Oh, that's why he missed? Yes. I was like, that point blank rage, how's he going to miss her? He like sh- it shoots around her head. Okay. Um, but yeah, poisonous frogs start landing on him. It's raining frogs. Can I talk about these frogs? Yes. Okay. So poison dart frogs are a thing. They're called that because... Wait, actually, before you start talking about the frogs... Uh, there's just like a, a suddenly like a voiceover narration like there's a narrator all of a sudden who's like telling us some stats about how in Florida there were over 50 cases of animals like fish, frogs, snakes and sheep falling from the sky. 50 cases um, in between like some years like in, in between 1970 and 1987 or something. Whatever. Like um, and he talks about how these are poisonous tree frogs from South America. And I think that's it. Okay, now you can go on. Uh, Yeah. So this is the second thing that to me absolutely solidifies the fact that Araki watched the movie Magnolia pretty close to writing this. I, it's like exactly the same. I think it was out. I think it was out by this point when he would have written it. What was the other thing that makes you? Th- I, I haven't seen Magnolia. The movie Magnolia opens with the whole thing of like someone jumped off the roof and they were going to die anyway. But someone in the 10th floor fired a shotgun and it oh. killed the person and that's like in this pretty early that's on. That's why somebody goes to jail. I forgot who. Uh, what Whatever McQueen. Okay. It is a 1999 movie Magnolia. So yeah, yeah. Not Lightning McQueen. Xander McQueen. Thank you. Xander McQueen. Who did I say thank you to? I remembered it. <laughs> uh, Xander McQueen went to jail because he killed somebody like the beginning of the movie Magnolia. Tells stories about coincidences. And it does it the same way Araki does, by the way. The beginning of Magnolia shows like three unrelated to the main plot stories. And kind of a spoiler, sorry, but in Magnolia, there is a big thing in the third act where a bunch of fucking frogs start raining from the sky. Hmm. Uh, and it is most likely a reference to a passage in the Bible that describes this. Yeah, I was this. thinking it seems, like a, it seems like a plague. Right. It does, doesn't it? Um, and by the way, I bet these, I have heard of these cases of, of animals raining down. I am guessing it's like one or two animals like falls on someone's roof and they yeah. tell the news about it. Yeah. I don't think it is this insane sustained storm. Or it's like continuously for minutes. Of As you pointed out, there's no sticks or rocks. It's just frogs. Yeah, it's like there was a frog factory and a tornado started over that <laughs> and then it just ran to Florida. Uh, so poison dart frogs do exist and there are some that, yeah, if you touch them, you will fucking die. There is no antidote. No antidote. That's right. How quickly does it kill you? Uh, I think hours. Wow. It depends. So the genus of frogs that are super toxic even to the touch are called phylobates or philobates i sent you guys the wikipedia article uh partially because uh i think the picture of the frog is super cute he just looks like he's like i'm just a little frog what what could be dangerous about me <laughs> mm. uh, i'm filled with poison yeah what's the problem don't lick me 
the most dangerous one is the golden golden pond frog, I think it's called, which is or the golden poison frog, which is uh, who that gold that gold frog is. It is cute. The thing about these frogs that, that you can't keep one as a pet, right? No, you can. They sell. They do have some of these frogs as pets because it's not a natural part of their biology. They don't have a poison gland that secretes it. They have a lot of poison because they eat poisonous bugs. And that makes its way into their bloodstream and then comes out of their, you know, frogs are always covered in mucus or whatever. Um, So there are like uh, at the zoo or you could buy at a pet store uh, dart frogs that don't have any poison. Uh, But these poison dart frogs. What bugs do they eat? Ants and mites. And they're they're poisonous. But then is their tox, is their, is the frog's poison more poisonous than the bug poison? I guess it's concentrated. I guess these guys eat a lot of fucking ants. Yeah, and it's probably various bugs. So maybe it's maybe the the different poisonous bugs creates like a super poison. Yeah, it's a specific poison. I forget exactly what it's what its type is. It's like brachotoxin or some shit. Brachotoxin. Mm. Um, these guys are actually small in real life. That like the longest poison dart frog is like two inches. Aww. Um, some They're of them little are, babies. Some of them are like one inch, like the size of a paperclip. Um, and none of the super deadly ones that I could find were blue and black, like they're colored in the anime. So if you feed it like something nice, not like poisonous bugs, but if you feed it like medicine, will it make more medicine? Yeah, you could have a cough medicine frog, I guess. (laughs) You just touch when you're feeling the sniffles. (laughs) Who knows? But yeah, they'll cause things that'll fuck you up. Like there are some that like will induce like epilepsy type seizures. Oh man. You could stop breathing and and your muscles lock up and, and it's very bad stuff. Uh, mm. so they're out there why doesn't the why doesn't the poison kill them if they're eating all these insects they don't i don't know they don't give a fuck they're just immune they don't give a shit okay they're too tiny <laughs> i don't know it's just how their body processes stuff that i guess mm. the bloodstream it goes out into their skin maybe I, i'm totally not a biologist who the fuck knows okay and yeah they are called poison dart frogs because some of the uh indigenous native american people of colombia and other parts of central and south america would use their toxins in blow darts that they would use in the hunt. So mm. they could blow a dart with their poison at, you know, a deer and it would kill the deer. Uh, that, that apparently wasn't as common as using a poisonous plant, but it is a thing. So this scenario, as, as though I, I've said it is slim, it is possible that there could be, maybe not this many, but there could be a rain of poisonous frogs that if they landed on you, you would die. It would be very mm. bad. Uh, so this is, you know. But this one is, is it's like the, the, the frogs that if they touch you, it's fine. They have to like splatter. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about this. Yeah. I forgot about that. But yeah, that was a weird thing where I'm like, no, I think if you touch them, you're just fucked. Yeah. Uh, and they are often colored so brightly because they indicate to their predators, warning, don't eat me. I'm poison. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they get to chill. They can just mm-hmm. do whatever they want because they're all colorful and most animals have figured it out. Um, except some dumb humans. Anyway. Yeah, so in real life, there'd have to be a lot more of these guys raining and they wouldn't need to blow up. Yeah, so Jolene starts using her power to shield herself from the frogs that are crashing down. Um, it does hit the guard and so it's starting to fuck him up. Um She's still shot also, by the way. So she still has like bullet wounds in her body. And she's also trying to use her stand energy to make these frogs not hit her. Um, 
Meanwhile, Poochie is trying to get out. He uh, uses his stand to punch some frogs, um, which is effective for him, but he's kind of like backed into a corner against a gate. Um, he starts counting prime numbers and he explains what prime numbers are. And he kind of, he's counting prime numbers throughout the whole scene now. Like ap- in between everything, he's counting pr- prime numbers and it's to keep him calm, which is a good strategy. It is. Um, if you want to stay calm, don't think about the situation that you're going to die in or whatever. Think about just like something neutral. Yeah. Fibonacci sequence is also good for this because you got to do a little math. Mm. I mean, you do have to do math with prime numbers, I guess, too. But uh, Fibonacci's fun. It's also using a different part of your brain, right? Oh, I don't know. I feel like it's using... I feel like it's using a different part of your yeah okay Miles, wait which which, Miles which is true. using a different part from what like if you're thinking about you're freaking out because it's raining poison frogs that can kill you versus the part of your brain that has to remember math and shit oh, or has to do math like that's a different i feel like that's a different part you can't do math when you're like afraid of something and running so away you, you know t- take your brain and be like change the channel fuck it yeah go to the math yeah um, which is pretty cool. Um, it's always nice to see a villain that you can relate to. You end up, well, you can kind of root for, you know what I mean? Like he has mm-hmm. a weakness and he's admitting that he has a method to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he faces a hardship. He's not just like, ha And now I am immune to poison frogs anyway, so I will walk back to my headquarters. Instead, it's like, mm-hmm. he's nervous. He's a new character and we get to see him be like, oh, fuck, I can't reach my badge because the badge is under a pile of poison frogs and I'm stuck behind this door. And this idiot guard doesn't know whether to help me or to walk away. And these frogs are clinging to my $800 pants. He says that. At least in the English <laughs> dub. He has $800 pants that on. That was relatable to me too. And they're getting yeah. ruined. Miles, you need to really slow down about your, your fashion choices. You're, <laughs> you're spending a lot of money just because of JoJo. And you're not going to be as cool as these guys. They're comic book characters. It's just pants, okay? I've got Hanes shirts. It's only oh, fancy pants. So you've got like the 12 for a dollar shirt thing going on, but that's right. the pants are the opposite. I mean, I guess, whatever, I don't know. Oh, I wrote this down, but Poochie's face does get some frog on it, but I guess it doesn't do anything to They him. don't blow up, I think? They don't, they don't, uh... No, like the frog juice is on him. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, Poochie... Uh, Poochie summons the guard. Remember I was telling you this before, Mark, and you didn't believe me? But Yeah, I don't. Poochie, Poochie says, like, can you hear me, guard? Are you there? Come here. And the guard oh, starts coming. Oh, right. It's as though him. it's like part of his disc or something. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Um, So he comes, and he's like a fucking monster because his body is all just like, it's just like full of gross, like pus and shit. It's yeah, just like He looks up. like the redhead guy in RoboCop. After he crashes into that toxic waste container, and then he wanders out into the road and is like, "Help me!" Oh, that guy, Miles. If you've seen RoboCop, you know exactly <laughs> who I'm talking about. It's not that obscure. And Poochie is like, "I need your key card." And frogs keep hitting this guard, and it just like fucks him up even more. And he so and like the frogs are like landing on him, and like you see like the the boils or whatever are growing. And then he like face plants onto the ground. The guard does. But when that happens, like like frogs are splattering onto him and some of the splatter gets on um gets on Poochie's cheek and you see it. But and I wrote that down, but like it doesn't seem to matter. You know? Like maybe it it's doesn't just fuck a little him bit? up. I don't know. 
it, it is it's like a drop it's like a little streak on his cheek but it is a little weird if anyone out there listeners if you can explain this to me how he was able to get this frog splatter on his face because it was blue like all the frog juices anyway um so he's still counting his prime numbers another guard comes and Pucci asks him, hey, man, can you open the door? And the guard gets, like, scared of all the frogs that are poisonous. And he's like, um, I need to go uh, check with my supervisor. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get my manager, Matt. Pucci's like, you can't just, like, open the door for me. I can, like, die here. <laughs> he's like, um, I need to check with, like, I'm, I might not be allowed to do that. Um, So then he gets his stand. Oh, yeah. So Pucci's like, stand. Uh, white snake, give me a disc. I'll I'll use it on a frog. And so he goes, and I like I think I, I thought like okay, we're about to go see like a frog with a stand, like that might be cool. But it just like he just throws it at the frog, and it just slices it, and it just slices it in half. It, oh, like, is that all it, it does? It like murders it. Oh, I thought he <laughs> threw the disc and like programmed the frog to do something. Oh, it looked to me like but the I guess frog that was just sense. murdered. And then the splatter got on the guard and then the guard was like, oh, fuck. And Pucci's like, why don't you come over here and open the door and then I'll go and call for help and it'll save you. And um, the guard's like, okay. Um, and then Father Pucci gets out and he's like, all right, well, good luck. Yeah, guard. no, no, no. It is, it is that, that he throws a disc and he orders the animal to explode once it flies for 10 meters. Oh, is that what happened? According to this summary. And that does remind me that, yeah, I, I remember having the memory that he... He's using the disc like I think he was using on that nameless guard as though he's able to just give simple instructions like it's a burned CD instead of an, yeah. a CD album. But So he just programs what the What part of a brain, what part of an animal like skill set is like, I'll blow up? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, that's the thing that pissed me off with Heaven's. We all have that inside us. Okay. <laughs> maybe it's just like, it's like locked behind firmware in our brains. But uh, maybe that's what spontaneous human combustion is. But that would That's not real. That's Oh, sure it is. Uh, or that's what annoyed me with Heaven's Door, Rohan, when he's like, "All right," in in his memory that he'll fly back in two seconds, and it's like, no, the human brain doesn't know how to fly. Mm -hmm. So I guess this is the same kind of thing that he's just Heaven's Dooring this frog. Say, "Hey, blow up in a second. Mm. Uh, so anyway, we had rats getting murdered last episode. Now we have perhaps a frog genocide on our hands. There's a lot of dying frogs. Yeah. Yeah, he must have used up all of those poisonous frogs that exist right now. Like, now they're an endangered species. Oh, they're already endangered. There's so many. Oh, they're already endangered? How irresponsible. He's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, weather report. Well, don't you guys want to go to heaven? No. What? If you wanted to what go to heaven. What does that have to do with anything? Wouldn't you risk an entire species of frog? Look, they're going to rate. Weather report doesn't know about heaven. He doesn't know about this plan to get to heaven. Oh, you're saying that just, he's irresponsible. He's trying to help Jolene. Oh. Weather Report, the one who well, made all the frogs. maybe you figure, I want to help Jolene, and these corporations are going to fucking poison and raise the Amazon rainforest anyway. I'm just <laughs> speeding like up it. a step of it. Whatever. Um. Anyway, so then Father Pucci is like, well, I can't, we can't just leave her in the courtyard. We need to go get her. Um. Because she might have the disc, and or she might get the disc, and we don't know if she's dead. Um, because this guy got all fucked up from these frogs. So, um, and then we cut to Jolene and Jolene is like, I don't know where the fucking disc is. I'm still shot. Their frogs are still raining. What do I do? Um, and, 
and 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 so um doesn't a guard go and like to check her out and notices that she's just like hands coming out from a pile of frogs and thinks that she's dead yeah that happens earlier i think um so poochie is like all right i'm gonna go send white snake out there to like finish her off and to get the disc and he's he's thinking to himself like there's no way a frog no there's no way frogs can defeat a snake because there's white snake and there's frogs um and he's like it's risky for me to be so close because he, he his stand doesn't have a huge range so in order for him to send his stand out he needs to be close by so it's risky for him but um he's like you know uh, white snake needs to go look for her um meanwhile joe oh right this oh right right this is where yeah actually i'm sorry you're right mark um pale snake white snake notices jolene is covered in frogs and just her hand is sticking out and so he's like all right she's gone let me just find the disc so he finds the disc and then jolene is like thanks that's what i've been waiting for is for you to tell me where it was and then and so it turns out she made a net out of frogs with her with her thread. Yes, she has tied all these frogs together with her thread. The live frogs. So live frogs are okay. I wonder how she figured that out though because I would not want to test that. Well, <laughs> both she and Poochie somehow know about these poisonous frogs, which okay. is ridiculous. So I guess she would also know this little caveat about their ability, their poison ability. Yeah. So, yeah, so she's like, the live frogs are fine. And so she was using the live frogs as a shield. And she uses her string to to Spider-Man pull over the disc. So she got the disc. Uh, well, she or she pulls the disc towards her. And then a pigeon takes it. And the pigeon has, like, a little contraption hanging out of it that is, like, a... It, like, perfectly is there to pull... to. To hold a disc. It's like a CD spindle. Yeah. Yeah. That is like chained to the bird's leg. And the bird grab like it just like kind of falls n- neatly into the bird's uh little holder. I like this idea, by the way. And then the bird just flies away. It flies away beautifully. Uh, White Snake tries to shoot it with the guard's pistol, but the bullet, the, the gun is out of bullets. Yeah. So it can't do shit and the bird gets away. And Jolene is- Stans can use guns. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Stans can use guns. Why don't all stands just have guns? <laughs> that's a good point. I guess because somebody would notice the gun floating in the air. True. Anyway, um, I like the idea that when Jolene called and we were like, oh shit, she's talking to the Speedwagon Foundation. Are they real? Are they not real? This guy refused to tell her, like, it's going to be a bird. And then also that means that he was talking to her about the situation and then like, I guess, put his hand over the phone and was like, do we have any birds? Mm. Does anyone know if the birds are around? And <laughs> do we have a free bird? Um, Free bird. It's not that he refused to tell her. Did he refuse to tell her? She didn't ask. He should have been like, I'm going to send a bird. Why? No, it's good that he didn't say that because Poochie was listening in. Oh, okay. But he... Mm. he would have. She would have had a plan to shoot down birds. But he... They already gave a lot of details. He should have been like, I'll call you back on a secure, I don't know, or like, we'll talk about it later. I don't know. I think it's fine. I think, but it worked out. Everything was perfect. Well, birds aren't, I like birds. I like pigeons. But like, he's like, I'm not going to tell her. She's going to figure out what Savage Garden is. And then what did the bird sit around and wait? Did the bird know? I got to look for a CD. She was supposed to be there at an exact moment in time at, at, at a... When the clock struck this time 
and that's when the bird came. <laughs> so the bird was just the like punctual bird. I'm yeah. gonna fly here. I'm just gonna stick around looking for something, and then I'm gonna go back when I see a CD, and then I no. I go. How does a bird know what a CD is? You can't do that when I see a CD thing. Well, a bird. They've trained the bird specifically to catch CDs. Yeah, for a CD shape. Well, Why do they have this? Bird this? works for Sam Goody. Yeah, did they? Do they? Do they want to like steal from Tower Records? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Why does the why does Speedwagon they've got, have a, they've got a ton of money, the Speedwagon Foundation, but they don't want to pay for music. I do have to say that this <laughs> reminds me a little bit like the idea of them training for super specific stupid programs does remind me of I think a CD makes sense though. Like if you wanna you know, like if you wanna if if you don't have high speed internet and you wanna send data a Blu-ray or something. If yeah, you want to yeah. send data, then where what do you do? You burn a CD or you put it on a on a thumb drive. That's right? true. How do you how do you, how else do you transport data? It is a good point, and I was reminded of the fact that B.F. Skinner tried to sell the technology uh, to the American military of a lot of our bombs in like World War One or two didn't hit their targets. So he came up with this device where you'd put a pigeon inside of a bomb. You, I, we watched the YouTube video on it, right? Yeah. And basically, it was like using like having the bird trained to peck at like the light. Then like the bird would peck at this like little window, which would cause the the bomb to actually like move a little bit and change course. And it kind of worked. It just took a while to get there. And they already were like, yeah, we figured out radio frequency shit. Or they already like figured out something else. <laughs> but he was just gonna like sacrifice one bird per bomb that they were just going to get in there and just like peck, 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 blow up. Mm-hmm. Uh and he probably dumped a ton of money into that project. Um and birds. <laughs> he dumped a ton of birds into that project. Um. So yeah, Jolene is like, "I won. My dad's disc is gonna go back to him." Um, and White Snake is like, "Without his memories, he is nothing. He won't recognize you as his daughter." So, so there, haha. Um, <laughs> and she's like thinking to herself, "I need to find out who White Snake really is." And I think at this point, like the guards are coming in to like help her. Pucci is thinking to himself, he's like this is fine he's like this this is fine everything's according to plan i took star platinum's disc to avoid to to avenge the death of my friend in quotes because that's what the subtitle and the dubs say they call him his friend but really his lover his sex friend um (laughs) so it was to avenge dio and he's like everything is still going as planned um because really what he cares about is the memory disc like Okay, and then um, we learned that Jolene's attempt at escaping went unquestioned because of the the frogs. They were like, oh yeah, because of, of the much bigger headline of blue frogs of raining. You, of course, you tried to escape because there were fro- raining frogs. Like you needed to get out of there. Yeah, I mean, whatever. She was trying to do one thing, and then frogs started raining. She ran somewhere else. A guard, yeah, shot her. Hopefully, she gets taken to the hospital. She also yeah. attaches a thread to White Snake in an attempt to figure out who the stand user is because yeah. White Snake's going to return. But Poochie or White Snake notices this and they sever the thread. Oh, so Jolene okay. is not able to figure it out. I missed that. Okay. Um, and that's it. The end. So yeah, it is a nice bit of progress there. You know, it's not. But wait. What's up? There's a scene after the credits. That's right. The so what sc- happened? It's like what Poochie introducing sport. What is it, Miles? I think it's just Poochie introducing Sport Max and he's showing him a bone. Oh, a bone, yes. 
Why? And sports, I it was it's like, what's to deal with that bone, bro? Yeah, and the bone, does it look like a dick? It's a dick bone. It kind of looks like like bone. Dicks don't really have there's bones. No, there's no bone dick. That's correct. Yeah, but, there's a dick bone. No, there isn't. Dude, you don't have a dick bone? <laughs> the dick bone's connected to the ass bone. I don't know. Look, that's what I was going to say, and I'm sorry. Um, It's a weird looking bone. Uh, And that's all we know is that Poochie has some kind of bone and wants Sports Max to have it. And then we have to sit around with our thumbs up our asses waiting for episode 13 of Stone Ocean to come out. Okay. Just flicking our dick bones. Wait, so so John Collier also was in love with Dio. And, right? John Collier's story is like the same. Is it? I don't remember. Isn't it? I thought, I thought that's what Jotaro said when he was explaining shit to um, Jolene. It's confusing because we don't know whether that stuff was a dream or not. Oh, yeah, that whole thing. Oh. I'm looking up John Collier. I thought he was also in love. So they were both in love with Dio, but then... Um, He's one of Dio's last servants. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had a few people like that that were like, I love Dio. Like all the bad guys in part three. Yeah. Like Dio said he'd give me a kiss on the lips if I kill you <laughs> Joe Star people. Yeah. <laughs> and look, you gotta, it starts, at a certain point, you gotta look in the mirror and ask yourself, like... Am I doing this for me or am I doing this for Dio? I look, I've never seen this show, but I feel like Dio's mansion in his last days must have been like the show Big Love or something. What is that? It's a show. I mean, I, I know what it it's is. About a, but a like, guy who has a bunch of wives. Is that what it is? I think so. I thought it was like Isn't about it? big people. Like fat people. <laughs> no, I don't think That's so. That's not what it's about? I don't think so. I think it's the Bill Paxton Mormon show. Oh. I hope I hope I'm right. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. I I, right. I assumed it was like one of those shows where it's like I don't know. I thought it was like super super overweight people in love. No, that probably is a show. But yeah, no, this is yeah on like TLC. He has yeah, uh, yeah he has three wives, nine kids, and three houses. Uh, and that's oh. just Dio being like, ugh, I gotta deal with this freaky stand user. I don't even know why I should have this guy. His power is that like sand tastes bad or whatever. You know, <laughs> sand does taste bad. Yeah, yeah, this guy's power <laughs> makes it really bad. You really don't want to eat this sand. So yeah, it's intriguing, right? A lot of interesting questions are opened here. Like, is Jotaro going to be useful? Is he going to be violent? I want to see more Dio flashbacks. What? What? What the Dio doing? Yeah. Back in time, what's the deal with that? What's the bone for? How do you get to heaven? I want to know. What's heaven like? <laughs> is, God, there, I know. is there a pool table there's like no way Dio gets into heaven well he's so evil and he's a vampire I'm assuming that after he got punched so hard in the leg that he blew up and then left in the sun to turn into dust at no point do I think Dio was like haha yes perfect the last step yeah what if that all was part of his plan what if yeah. it was like drop a steamroller on this guy stop time do this and whatever whatever and then get orad orad to death yeah, and lose that's in a spectacular heaven. fashion. <laughs> so yeah, this is good. I don't really know what else to say. Um, wh- Miles, what do you think happens next? Okay, what happens next? I think we're going to get another period where Jolene is sidelined and Gwes and uh, Atro have to do a bunch of stuff. Well, it's Foo Fighters now. Atro's been gone. Foo Fighters. Yeah, you're right. You think Gwes, not Hermes? That's what I meant. Okay, sure. that's what I that's what I thought. 
You're probably oh, no, right. No, no, no. Uh, we need that poster up. <laughs> that poster, I'll put it up here and you'll I'll just get an, a third camera that just points at the poster. <laughs> yeah. We also um we haven't met the person who I showed you had like one gender when they debuted. Oh, okay. In the comic, that person that was in the piano, I guess, or near the piano, along with Weather Report. Okay. So that person is still a mystery to y'all. We don't know Sportsmax's stand. I accidentally looked it up, so now I remember what his uh, stand is called, and it's very funny. <laughs> it's it's very of the moment. Okay. Uh, it's yeah. It's like Backstreet Boys or something. No. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's all I'll tell you is no, it's not that. Okay. Uh, so yeah, next episode, I think we're going to roll right into... I'm not sure what we're going to do, folks. We might go straight into the Rohan live-action uh, TV drama adaptations. We might do a one-off and talk about an anime movie. Uh, we might do neither of those things. So you got to stick around, and you can follow us on Twitter. On Twitter, we'll tell you what we decide. We'll tell you what we decide. We are at JJBpod. If you have thoughts on this episode, things that we missed, or scientific phenomenon you want to help us with you can write to jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com if you want to help us out you can obviously go to patreon.com slash jjb pod or give us five stars in the spotify app or apple podcasts help us really obviously be the number one jojo podcast for real fans only and people who love lots of tangents <laughs> of course uh other than that we'll talk to you next time have a great week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. You, you got what I need. But you say he's just a friend. And you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby.